Somebody say, God bless America. You know, when I was growing up in school, and I can remember in elementary school, we did the pledge every morning. And uh, now as adults, we don't do it very often, do we? But we still know it, even though I kind of paused a second there. It took a second. Uh, But you know what? It's something, you know, patriotism. Patriotism of honor of God and country. Amen. We need to be grateful, thankful. We need to be appreciative. We need to honor, amen, what our nation and our country and our flag represents. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about our freedom. And uh, let's just pray and ask the Lord uh, to bless our time. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for the nation that we live in. Father, we thank you today that God has truly blessed America. But Lord, we need to come back to the foundations of which we were established. We just pray, Lord, today that you'd open our hearts, open our ears, open the eyes of our understanding. I pray, Lord, that you would direct me and lead my my thoughts and my words. And Father, you'd let our time be blessed. In Jesus' name, and everybody said a big amen. Amen. The Bible declares in John chapter number 8, in verse number 32, And ye shall know the truth. Everybody say the truth. And the truth. The truth. So if if the truth will set you free, what will a lie do? Brings us into bondage. It takes our freedom away. And so we've got to come back to the truth of where freedom truly begins. We're not free just because we live in America. We're not free just because you were born here. Or just because you got here soon as you could. We're not free. Just because we say we are. But there are principles and there's teachings and there's truths that must be held, must be honored, must be respected, and must be taught and lived. Because the freedoms we enjoy can be taken away. Jesus declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Yet, we have a whole generation that believe that you can get to heaven anyway. Because someone told a lie. The devil is the father of lies. And he wants to take your freedom Naturally, spiritually, health, uh, finances. He wants you to be dependent. Oh, but today we celebrate Independence Day. The day that we declare we are free. Hey, but before we leave this place today, I want you to be able to declare your independence. Hey, but I want to be dependent upon the Lord, but I want to be free, amen, from the lies of the enemy. Amen. So America, our foundation, and I won't give you a lot of history, but here you know, uh, 
we, we could have been sipping tea and eating crumpets. Instead, we drink coffee and eat donuts. Hallelujah. Thank God for freedom. We were under the rule of England. The church of England. Yet there were people who wanted to worship with freedom. They wanted to honor God the way that they saw fit. They wanted to have freedom from the tyranny. Freedom from the government rule. Freedom from all that was going on. And on July the 4th, 1776, a group of men. Help me out, some of you history buffs. 52, 57... It's been a long time since I learned that. Men, doctors, lawyers, few political people, landowners, men, amen, that had some substance, some statue, that had some wealth, some things, that had a lot to lose, yet said, we're willing to lose it to fight for what we believe. And was Patrick Henry... That gave us that quote and there was much to it of which they pretty much omit most of it. Where he talks about our religious freedom and we're not free from, from religion but based where, where we wanted to establish a, a, a relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean they omit all that but we still get the, 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 the patriotic cry. Give me liberty or give me death. And then he declared take up arms. <laughs> I don't want to get too political on you, but I can just tell you, every time in history that government has wanted to take the guns away from the citizens is because they were getting ready to do something the citizens didn't like. Don't give them up. We have the right to bear arms. That's why I wore short sleeves today. I have bare arms. (laughs) Bad joke, wasn't it? That was terrible. It was when, it was when they took up arms. I'm telling you, on July the 4th, 1776, it wasn't, that was the day that they signed. But I'm telling you, it wasn't the next day that they got up and go, we're free. Everything's wonderful. No, no, no. There was a fight. There was a price. All of those ones that signed. Hey, when the British began to come in, they burned their homes. They took their children. Some lost their lives. Hey, man, 56 of them. I'm telling you, they paid a great price. They didn't just sign a declaration. And then walked over and handed it to them and they went, Oh. Okay, you're free. We'll go home. Now there's a fight. You're not going to come this morning, amen, to an altar and say, Lord, I want to be set free from the devil's hold in my life. And the devil go, oh, okay, I'll let you go. No, that's when the real fight begins. Oh, but whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Because we are fighting for truth and justice. And we're fighting for right. And they were fighting for the right to worship. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. They were fighting for the right. Amen. To assemble together and worship the way that they saw fit. They were fought for the right to bear arms. They fought for the right. And they established a government that was a democracy. There's 
A government run by one. A government run by few. A government run by the rich. A government run by um, something else. There's, I can't think of all the names. There's a theocracy and all the ocracies. Then there's anarchy. You know what that is. No government. No control. But then there's democracy. They fought for the right for democracy. Ruled by the people. But to have that rule, to be able to rule one another, they had to come up with the, the, the thought, the same, the, 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 the idea. And they wrote it in the second paragraph. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. We have come here today even to, 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 to fight for the right to live. To have life. Oh, but the Bible declares that unless we have Jesus, we don't have life. Amen. He is the one that gives us life and gives it to us more abundantly. If you want to live a happy, fulfilled, righteous, holy, if you want to live a life worth living, you're going to have to live it for Christ. All of these men held these truths self-evident, but today we live in a country to where very few hold those truths evident, and they're trying—they're trying to wipe out the history. They're trying to take it. They're trying to say we're not a, a Christian nation. We weren't founded on Christian beliefs. They're trying to take any bit of history. Amen. Do you know we're living in a time to where we're trying to take away all of our rights to worship? To even declare there is a God. Now, where does the true where does the true fight come? They're not saying we can't say the name of Buddha. They're not saying Islam is not the way. They're not saying the only one, the only name that we can't declare, and they don't want us to stand up in the school and declare the ones they don't want you to mention at the at the graduation anymore, the one they don't want you to talk to at the football game, the one they're trying to do away with is Jesus. Because he said, I am the way. And you know what? They want to take his name away. Oh, but when the world tries to put him down, amen, it's when the church has got to lift him up. Amen, when we've got to begin to declare that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I will acknowledge him. And I will glorify him. And I will lift him up. And I will not be ashamed. I'm not going to be ashamed. Our country was founded on Christian principles and men praying and people serving and loving God and taking care of one another. And then America begins to go along and then people begin to go, well, you know, I, don't, I know that's what mom and daddy taught me, but I don't really want to do that. I want to do my own thing. And, and now then I have freedom. Freedom without restraint is not freedom at all. Freedom is not the right for you to do whatever you want to. Freedom is the right to do what is right. So we got a guy in college. Says it is his second amendment. It is his right to not wear clothes to his class. Because it infringes upon his freedom. 
Our Constitution does not give you the right to go naked. Where people don't want to see you naked. (laughs) The Constitution gives me the right to put on some clothes. It gives me the right to do what's right. Because when my right infringes on yours... The people think, well, no, what that means is I can do whatever I want to do. No, I have the the right to obey the word of God. But then they said, we don't want the word of God anymore. And so we begin on a downhill spiral. Where where did all of this begin? Let's look at it. So someone said... uh, you know, what, what's going on with our kids? Why, why are we seeing all that we're seeing? Why, why is the violence? Why is the crime? Why is, the, why is sin the way it is? Well, let's just, let's just look at a little history here. So a lady by the name of Madeline Murrow, Mary, Murray O'Hare said uh, she didn't want prayer in school. And so everybody instead of, instead of standing up going, no, no, no. We've been praying in school since the very beginning. Our founding father said that the Bible would always be the main textbook. That's what they said. They won't let you teach that anymore. But that's what they said. But she said, I, 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 we don't want to do that anymore. And people just said, okay. And so they took the right to pray. Someone said, we can't read the Bible in school. They said, we, we, we can't, uh, we can't p- post the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. You got to love your neighbor. And so, they said, okay. We don't want to offend anybody. That's where oh, we were founded on, these principles. Then Dr. Benjamin Spock came along and said we shouldn't spank our children if they misbehave because we might warp their little self-esteem. Now they're completely out of control. They haven't been told no for generations and they think they, everything should be given to them free without having to work for it. And then the administrator said in the school, we, we can't have anybody uh, touching the kids. Or Listen, I grew up at John Tyler right around the corner where the coaches carried a big, huge wood paddle in their pants. And down on that bottom field, when you messed up, they'd bend you over and bust you. Right over here in junior high at Bolter, I forgot my PE uniform. And so Coach Haggerty threw it a whole box of uniforms on the floor and said, Hey guys, here's uh, uniforms. Come get you one. And when you bent over to pick it up, he almost knocked you down. We didn't forget our uniform anymore. And when I got a spanking at school and I came home and mom and daddy found out about it, I got another one at home. Now then, if somebody tries to discipline a child, the parent sues the school and then wonders why their kid's out of control. And then... Somebody said, you know what, I think it's a good idea if we just provide condoms to the kids in school so, you know, they can have fun. And now we have another epidemic. And then they said, well, now they're all getting pregnant. What are we going to do? Well, let's just provide free abortions, kill those babies. We've had, we've passed one law after another. Here's what they said about posting the Ten Commandments. 
They said, if we post the Ten Commandments, they might see them. And if they see them, they might read them. And if they read them, they might obey them. And that would be unconstitutional. And so we took them off the wall. And so now we have killing and stealing, murdering. They don't know right from wrong because we've taken the principles that we were founded upon and we've stopped teaching them. Thus, we've stopped following them. Why is over, over, and over, and over God told Israel, write them upon the tables of your heart, rehearse them in the ears of your children so that they may know them and obey them. Because a nation who fears God, blessed is the nation that honors God. Oh, but the nation who forgets God will be brought down. It even goes as far as to say it'll be brought down to hell. Some say America's going to hell in a handbasket. I say a whole bunch of Americans is going to heaven. And the rest of them are. Which group are you going to be in? Are you going to be the ones that stand on the basic principles that we were founded on? In God we trust. I'm telling you, you mark my word. They've taken God off of everything. It won't be long. They're going to be coming after the money, after the dollar. We've got to reprint. We've got to take this because it offends someone. I'm telling you, sometimes the truth offends people. But the truth is the truth and we've got to declare it whether they like it or not. We've come down, we've come down to where now we, the, the boys and girls don't know if they're a boy or a girl. Now then, we get, they get to choose what bathroom. Now then, I'm telling you, we're living in a time of confusion. Amen. What happens when you forget the principles of God? Amen. What happens is, amen. Chaos ensues when you leave, when you, you look at it, when you leave things to men's heart. The Bible says his heart is wicked and, and evil comes. And then we look around at our nation. That's why we're in the condition. And it's because there's so many people, there's so many groups. Amen. They're, they're, they're small. They're minorities. Yet they're the screaming the loudest. And everyone's bowing. To their decry, their decrees and their desires. And even though we know it's wrong and it's not right and it's not biblical. Because of political correctness. I'm telling you, I don't care about being politically correct. I want to be biblically correct. Because one day we're all going to stand before God. And the Bible said we're going to give an account for our life. Whether it be good or bad. And when it doesn't matter if you believe it or not. God's word is still true. And it's the foundation for life, for liberty, and for happiness. There is no life outside of a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's only death. It's a slow death. But Jesus said, I come that you may have eternal life. And liberty. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people in other countries, communist countries, 
countries where they cannot speak the name of Jesus. They cannot carry a Bible. Amen. There's people in prisons. There's people all over the world that have more freedom. Amen. There's some people sitting in the churches of America. Because they've experienced freedom in Christ. And there's people in our churches that are bound by habit and addiction. And by the world and the flesh. And by all the things that the world says is okay. And they're entangled. And they're in bondage. And they need to be set free. But now then, amen, they're telling us we can't even preach. We can't even preach freedom. We can't tell anybody what they're doing is wrong. We can't tell them that they need to be set free. We just got to tell them, you just got to... Learn to love yourself. Sin is still sin. The only freedom is in Jesus. When he comes to set us free from sin. He sets our heart free from sin. You can be in America and be in bondage. To sin. To habits and addictions. To the flesh. You can be in bondage. People are not living life. Amen. We came to this country for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But the suicide rate is going up, 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 up. Amen. People are in chaos. People are on more medication than ever before. Amen. There's more ever. Listen, sin, amen, ruins people's lives. It steals your joy. It steals your peace. It steals your health. But Jesus comes to forgive your sin, to heal your land, amen, restore your body, and to set you free. That's true liberty. We've got to stand up as Americans for our freedom. We've got to begin to take our freedom seriously. And not allow our freedoms to be taken. We've seen through this last year, too, how easy. Oh, no, no, no. If you'd have asked people back in January of 2020... I mean, people were standing up. They were fussing at this and that. I mean, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm an American. I'm free. But all of a sudden, people got scared. And they did exactly like whatever was told them. I'll do it. Because of fear. Fear takes people's freedom. Was it a test? Are they seeing just how much they can control? I'm telling you. That's what the devil's up to. The devil's up to see just how far can I push you? Just how far can I get you to go? Just how much of your freedom and your spiritual liberty can I take? And he doesn't take it all at once. He just wants to take it a little at a time until all of a sudden you find yourself in bondage. But Jesus said, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Jesus is true freedom. If you haven't experienced freedom, come to Jesus. Let him come into your heart. Let him come into your life. You can pursue true happiness. True happiness is not wealth. People came to come to America to pursue the American dream. To get rich. 
to have a big house, to have a big car, to have this, to have the nicest clothes. To have, and you get all of that and you find out you're still miserable because that's not happiness. Happiness comes from within. The joy of the Lord is my strength. When they founded America, it was founded upon in God we trust, on godly principles, on a godly lifestyle, on obeying the word of God. And they realized to do that would bring life, would bring liberty and bring happiness. But now people are trying to have all of those things without God and it's not working. And that's why we're seeing all the craziness in the world because people are not happy. I'm going to tell you something. If they're happy, if they're in their right mind, and they're not going to do all the crazy stuff they're doing. Amen. When you're in a relationship with God, when you're obeying the word of God, you're not going to kill anybody. You're not going to steal from anybody. You're not going to cheat anybody. Amen. You're going to do what's right. You're going to want to honor and worship God. Amen. You don't, you're going to take your freedom as freedom to do what is right, not whatever you want to do. I could preach on and on and on and on, but I'm not. There's so much in America right now that's so scary. But you know what I tell you? You know what's good? God is still good. God still blesses America. But America needs to start blessing God again. We've cursed God. We've taken, come on, that's a, that, come on, let's thank God. Yes, Father, we bless you today. We ask God to bless America, but I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't bless sin. God doesn't bless perversion. God doesn't bless all the junk we want to do. Amen. What God blesses is his word. And God blesses people who do what's right. So there's still a remnant. Amen. In America, millions amen, of Christians stand up for righteousness and for truth. Stand up for our liberty and say, you know what? We are going to do what's right. Whether anybody else likes it or not. You know what the Bible says? That there's no law against. See, it's crazy to me how they're trying to want to pass all these laws and stuff of which we already have. They just won't enforce them. God's laws are already there. People are just not doing them. We don't need new laws. We just need to do the ten that God gave us. What we do is we say, we don't like those ten. Give me some more. Give me ones I like. But you know what there's no law against? Loving people. The Bible says there's, there's no law against all the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, meekness. Amen. Of such, there's no law. Amen. You, there's not a law about how good you can be. So let's stop, start, stop trying to see how bad we can be and get away with it. And start seeing how good we can be. How can I be righteous? How can I do what's right? How can I honor God? How can I make sure right in a perverse world, amen, that I am righteous? Amen, through all the generations of the Bible. Excuse me. When wickedness was all around, there was always somebody that found favor in the sight of God. Is that you today? Is that me today? Are we finding favor in the sight of God? Are we going along with all the nonsense in the world? Or are we standing up? You see, we, we've said it many times. God does not hate the sinner. He hates sin. 
we get it wrong sometimes. We start hating people. We start hating groups. We start hating sex and doing all this kind of thing. Well, I, I don't like them because they, they don't agree here. And I don't like and, and this and this and this political. No, 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 no. We don't hate people. We love people. And we're going to show kindness and goodness and mercy. But we're going to hate sin. And we're not going to call sin good. That's how we know that we're in the last day. Because in the last day, he said they're going to call evil good and good evil. So today, they're saying if we believe in Christ, if we believe the word of God, if we stand for righteousness and all that, then we're bad. We're not tolerant. We're not correct. But we've got to get back to calling evil, evil, and good, good. Loving the sinner, but hating the sin. And being willing to go to the world that Jesus died for. And telling them where true life, liberty, and happiness comes from. It doesn't come just because you live in America. And there's people trying to get here. And they get here. And they're just as miserable as they were where they came from. Because... It's not just the place. It's the heart. America needs a heart change. America needs to come back to God. America's got to come back to the principles that we were were founded on and established and that men and women have fought for and lost their lives for through all of our wars, fighting for freedom, It's time we stand up and honor them. Honor our heritage. Honor our God. So that we can truly experience life, liberty, and happiness. Can I get a big amen? Give Jesus a big hand clap today.